Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome back to Thrive Through Marketing. I am so excited you're here with me today. I want to talk about something that I actually recently started thinking about. I was on a call with a potential client. Uh, The way I do my sales calls, intro calls, is we have sort of a discovery. We talk about what you need, what you're doing, your big vision, how I can support. And then we do a second call to go over the proposal and what I think we can do for you. So we were on that first call. Really excited about their brand, really excited about what they're doing. And she told me in that call, the person I was speaking to, that they were doing, they had just invested in a company to help them with app SEO. So they weren't sure about SEO for their website, but we talked through the value of it a little bit and um, talked about budgeting concerns. And then before we got a chance, we scheduled our, our second call, our proposal call. And before we got a chance to talk, she emailed me and said, we've decided internally, we're just going to focus on app SEO for now. You know, Maybe we can reconnect in the new year and talk about website SEO. I said, great, no problem. I'll definitely make, uh, make a note to circle back. But it got me thinking about how App SEO, for those of you who are running um, or own a mental wellness app, App SEO is definitely important, right? We want to get you in front of potential users who are searching within their the app store. So also, I should say, this is referred to as like App Store SEO, ASO. You want to be in front of those people. You want to get yourself in front of them with uh, within the Play Store. but. What we can't forget is that you have this really big mission, right? To help your your users thrive and grow and heal, whatever it is that you're doing. But you have to be present where your ideal customers are. And they're not just in the app store. In fact, probably a larger portion of them and ones that don't even know they need you yet are present in search, specifically Google. Of course, Bing and these other platforms, but Google is the predominant search engine, as we all know. So I actually shared this on the last episode, but really interesting. Google found at the end of 21 that searches for terms like affirmations, how to maintain mental health and women's health reached an all-time high worldwide. And then as we moved into 2022, searches around healing and healthy balance continued to rise. So what we're seeing, what this tells me, is that people are searching for what you have to offer, not just in the app store, but in Google. And in the app store, they're looking for an app, right? But in Google, they might not even know that they need an app yet. So this is this whole opportunity for you to get in front of them even before they know they need you. 
So you're casting a much wider net in addition to what you're already doing in terms of ASL or app store um, optimization. But what I want to share is how you can leverage organic content marketing, specifically content SEO, really intentional content creation to reach those people, in addition to what you're doing with your app store optimization. So I have a few key strategies here that I want you to consider. As you're creating content and we're thinking about SEO-based content, I want you first and foremost to get really niche with your topics. So you're speaking to a specific customer. And so your content needs to do that as well. And what I mean is I want you to go beyond speaking to, for example, the millennial with anxiety. Your content needs to speak to, let's say, the single millennial who's new to meditation and mindfulness, but wants to see if it can help ease their anxiety. Because your content, what this content does is it can connect, right? Connect with that audience, drives them to your site. So when they're in Google, we want your content to stand out among all of your competitors who are also creating great content. And we want your content to engage with them. So we wanted to speak their language. We wanted to show that they're being seen and they're being heard. This is not something that you can achieve in App Store SEO. Again, super important, but it's only doing one piece. It's putting your app in front of them and saying, here's an app. This is what we offer. Your content is saying, first and foremost, we see what you're struggling with and we have a solution. We know what's what you need. And so we're going to give this to you. And then secondly, oh, we also have this really awesome app that can support you. So that brings me to the second piece of this, which is in addition to writing great content for a very, very specific audience, you want to make sure that that content is based on SEO keywords. And what I mean is the search, the query that your potential user types into Google, that's your keyword. Now, the value of creating content around SEO keywords is twofold. The first is that it can help validate your assumptions about what your ideal customers are actually searching for. This has happened to me so many times with clients where we think they're looking, we think that this particular term is something that is actually being searched on Google. And then we look it up and it's actually has zero searches or really, really low search volume. So for example, Maybe we think they're searching therapy for millennials, but when we research the keyword, uh, we find that there's actually no search for that. And so we want to then shift our strategy. We want to focus on what's another term or another query keyword that encapsulates this because it's relevant to our audience or relevant to our brand, but that actually qualifies as a great keyword. And I'll, I'll talk about what that is in a second. And the second piece of why keywords matter is because they indicate search intent. So when we're like looking at the technicality of SEO and using keywords, Google wants to match the searcher, the user, with the best possible content for their query. So when you optimize your content based on that search intent and follow best practices, which we'll talk about in a second when you're actually creating your content, you increase your chances of actually getting in front of that target audience. So as you're doing keyword research, I want you to consider a few things. 
remembering that a great keyword is low in competition, but high in search volume. It's hyper relevant to your target audience. And it's being used by your competitors because we want to be outranking them. We want to get higher than them in search. So once you have that content that's really speaking to that very niche audience, you know who that niche audience is, you know that you need to be creating this content based on SEO keywords. Really, the final piece is following those SEO best practices for creating your content. So keywords and finding your keyword is an important piece, but then we want to make sure that your content is actually optimized on the page outside of just the keyword. So a few ways to optimize your content. It is to follow proper content structure. For example, Google wants to see you break up long blocks of text with H2s and H3s to optimize your metadata, like your alt tags, your meta descriptions, to put your keyword in all the right places. So you signal to Google and search engines, that's what this content is about. And then in turn, rank for that term. You want to link to high quality, relevant, and reliable content off of your website. And then also link to relevant content within your website. Those are just some really basic, super easy to implement on-page SEO best practices for when you're creating that content. And when I say content, I'm really referring to like blog content, guide content, these resources that live on your website. Although all of this is relevant as well for landing pages. But really, I'm more focused on that sort of educational value add content. So if you're not sure how to do that, you maybe don't have an in-house team to do it. The next step is to consider how can you get that done? And one of the best ways to do that is to work with someone like me, whether it is me or it's another agency or an SEO freelance expert, because ultimately creating content takes time. Developing a strategy takes knowledge and expertise and implementing this, but only half implementing it, only implementing it a little bit, not going full in. That's going to get you like on page 10 or page 20 of Google. And that does nothing for your website, your traffic, making money, bringing in more customers. In fact, the further away you rank from that number one spot, the lower your potential click-throughs. So getting on page one, getting into those top three spots is crucial. So investing in this, whether that is with an in-house employee or, you know, reaching out to me, seeing how I can support you or finding another agency my number one recommendation is to go all in. That's when you're actually going to see the results, to go all in. And then furthermore, to give it time, six to 10 months to really see the fruits of that labor. I promise you when you do it right, you will absolutely succeed. And I'll actually drop a, I'm going to put a link to one of my case studies in the show notes So you can get a sense for how creating content like this, using this strategy can really help you increase ROI, conversions, traffic to your website, ranking for various keywords. It's an extremely valuable strategy when done correctly. And pairing this, coming back to the idea of App Store SEO, pairing this with App Store SEO is part of developing a holistic organic strategy. So you're getting in front of potential clients and all the places 
where they may be looking for you or looking for what you have to offer, not necessarily just your app. Like in search, they're looking for maybe support around support around mental wellness, therapy, anxiety, mindset, mindfulness. Whereas in the app, they're looking for an app to support to solve a problem. So you're reaching them at different points in the journey, which is why both of them are so critical to your overall strategy and to really increasing your impact and reaching the people who need what you have to offer. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that this shed a little bit of light for you on the value of organic content marketing and really the value of SEO for your website, in addition to app store optimization, if you're already investing in that. Definitely DM me on Instagram if you have questions about this or thoughts or you're curious about working together. I would love to hear from you. And in any case, I will chat with you on the next episode of Thrive Through Marketing.